Welcome to No Such Thing as Normal podcast with Natalie Hayes and Jess McKeown. This is a casual podcast where we talk about all the things that you're not supposed to talk about in order to help you normalize your real life because we're all just a bunch of weirdos having a completely human experience in a society that asks us to pretend like we're not. And I'm your host, Jess, a gifted channel for the spirit baby realm who facilitates deep soul healing by delivering divine messages to you and teaching you how to connect with your spirit babies. I'm your other host, Natalie, an intuitive mentor and transformative healer on pause and a new mom. Yes. And be sure to subscribe where you listen to podcasts, watch our 100% unedited episodes on YouTube. That's a bonus, by the way. Yeah. And you can also follow us on Instagram at McJaguar and at intuitively Natalie for more weirdo and woo woo content. And if you like this episode, please be sure to subscribe, rate, review, share it on your social media and tag us so that more people can unleash their weird with you. Um, I was just thinking about how casual our, our casual podcast is. It's so, so casual. I, it's so casual. <laughs> uh, people are like, I'm in this group and people are like, what's your rig? And I was like, um, my old ass headphones and my computer I do have yeah. a fancy mic but it's too much um and I was like and then I upload it which took a long time last week sorry if it was late for you guys um and that's it folks I don't wear makeup I put on a bra for you guys today I did that's do that nice. um there's no there's no real deep research <laughs> You know, like I, no. I appreciate the podcast that like they like you can tell that they've done this research into this thing or whatever. Production and I'm like, I'm here for it. I'm so here for yeah. it. But also, this just makes these this happen if we keep it casual. Otherwise, you know, especially now with a baby, feels like know. too much if we were going to make a big deal out of it. Yeah. So I hope you guys still like that it's casual. But we're going to do some fun stuff as we amp it up and get it going and have some guests on. I have some guests in the, in the hopper, as they say. So in the queue, yeah. The queue. And we're trying to get somebody to come on and talk about all the crazy astrology stuff that's happening. But if y'all are feeling it, blame, blame the skies. As I like to say, it's big shifts for March, huge Ooh. shifts for March. I think the biggest one is that on the seventh, which is two days from today, we're recording, on, we're recording. on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not from when you're listening. <laughs> To this. <laughs> I love this. Um, Saturn, Daddy Saturn, Daddy, <laughs> Daddy. Listen to our Daddy Issues episode. Um, <laughs> Taskmaster, Teacher, kind of a hard ass. Yeah, he's moving into dreamy, Neptune-driven, Pisces, swirly. Woo you know yeah and the the little phrase I've heard from um my mentors the astro twins is structure to your spirituality which I love mm -hmm. that means take that course take that class start doing all the things that you know you're supposed to be doing <laughs> you know like I sometimes I'm just like yep still still meditation is what they want you to do I know I <laughs> get out of nature yeah I know. freaking nature I remember I had one client freaking nature and I was like I know every time that's the real, it's a like real beast 50% of the time that's the answer I'm like seriously holding a pine cone will change your life um but it it still will so um yeah structure to your spirituality uh I think we can talk about more astrology stuff as it comes up but what do you think about the whole time of it that it was in Aquarius that was the pandemic basically it came in like March 21st 2020 Mm -hmm. The whole like society Aquarius vibes. And now we're moving into Pisces. What advice do you have for people, Natalie? Oh, I always feel like it's rough in the beginning. Like <laughs> I feel like it's rough, right? Cause right when Saturn moved into Aquarius, it was the pandemic. And then it was like lockdown. Yeah. Like there were rules around the collective. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So like what kind of rules are going to be like put into place? Because Pluto is moving too. Yes. And on Pluto's, my birthday, you guys. Pluto's a destroyer. So like, what is Pluto going to destroy simultaneously while Saturn is trying to enforce? And in Pisces, which is like a boundaryless sign, like it's so feely, it's so emotional, it's so like enmeshed with the other. So I guess personal boundaries are probably going to come up a lot too. Oh, I love that. That's really good work to do though. Huge. Always um, a refresher. I think I was talking to somebody and you know, like when you do a bunch of spiritual work for like maybe like five, seven, 12, a good amount of time. Right. 
Mm-hmm. You're like, I should be done by now. <laughs> right. And Jared's just like, go boom. They just drop this big textbook Surprise. on your Yeah. And they're like more layers. And my friend and I were saying that like, it's like a lotus bloom. She goes, or like an onion. <laughs> an onion for sure. And it's like, okay, the lotus bloom is like all the great stuff of your spirituality journey. Like you're freaking talking to God and you're humming with this tree and you're like in tune with all the things, right? Sky daddy. Right. <laughs> and then there's like the onion still layers, still unfolding, still, you know, lotuses, thousand petals, right? But it's the stinky shit. It's the stuff that you buried and didn't look at and, you know, didn't pay attention to and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. So it's both. Yeah. And <laughs> maybe it's like a corpse flower, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh my they blew, god but it smells bad <laughs> I know I like seeing all the memes like that little girl who's on the teacups and she's like ah yeah it's like you know you thought your spiritual journey was going to be one thing and it's it's not oh, it's not for the faint of heart as they say mm-hmm. you know um my husband and I were just talking about that this morning we're just like we're all fired up about all the things going on in the world and I'm, we're both just like, why did we reincarnate now? <laughs> you know, and, and thinking yeah. about our privilege and, you know, me being a woman, him being a man and, you know, in white bodies and just, you know, and I'm like, we're here to, to like hold the space for all this purging that's going on right now. You know, like this has been built up for hundreds and thousands of years. So, and also grocery delivery. I feel <laughs> like it's a great time to be alive <laughs> because my groceries can Fuck, be delivered. Yes. Oh my God. You know, my mom is, my mom will not do it. She's like, I just don't want somebody picking out my tomatoes. I get it. Let me tell you, mom. I get it. And you really have to like vet your local stores. You do. Because like there's one store in our town that we cannot get grocery delivery. They've sent us rotten fruit, the completely (laughs) wrong items, but the whole foods in town is excellent. I I trust them to pick out my produce. (laughs) Yeah. Because, and I think too, like generally, like if the store has good produce, it's going to be good produce. I had a friend though post on Facebook that she put four bananas in her cart, like wanting four and she got four giant bunches of bananas. You know, it's always kind of a surprise because you don't really know what the rules are. (laughs) Yeah. I got somebody's whole entire order. I got somebody's like blueberries. I got their pumpkin (laughs) seeds. I got some other things. And I was like livid that I didn't get all of mine. Uh Uh-huh. And then I realized it was a bonus and my guides are like, did you want to take that back? Did you want to bless that abundance? And I was like, yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. So abundance can even come in misdelivered groceries. In groceries. Yeah. It can come in anything. Um, okay. What other rules around our spirituality? Now you got me thinking. I don't like rules. Well, I feel like they like they come boundaries. to your awareness really strong in the initial part of Saturn moving into a new sign. And then they slowly, like, then you can sort of like reframe them. Are we saying it's going to be an abrupt change? Like, like a new teacher comes in and writes his name on the board. I am Mr. Saturn. Yeah, it is. (laughs) And you're all like first day. So March 7th is first day of school children. Let's see what this teacher has for us. And this is airing after March 7th. This is be interesting to reflect you, on what's changed tell you who showed up in our classroom <laughs> what was written on the blackboard it depends on what um, house it's in too though because what's your pisces rule over oh my gosh what does my pisces rule over rules over my feet no um <laughs> in general yeah in general i don't know that yet you guys see natalie's going to continue to quiz me okay it's in my Mar- my mars is in pisces what house seventh house of relationships <laughs> oh it's gonna change your relationships yeah challenge mm-hmm. you with boundaries there yes we've already been talking a lot about that love that for you yeah. um have you heard of fair play like the town in colorado that south park <laughs> is based off of <laughs> no is that really oh, yeah oh my god it's funny no it's this game i don't know it's not a game it's it's hmm the system there's people who can like coach you in it it's kind of helping to redistribute like chores around the house but also just like having a more fair and balanced like relationship and marriage that's how it came to me was like how people are using it for chores but yeah Mm -hmm. it's this whole thing like I think that's part of it right it's like oh yeah let's have fun but like let's actually talk about our boundaries and like I love that they fucking made a card game because like here we are like cards of humanity and if you guys played um Oh, what was that one called? Like apples and oh, apples, 
to apples apples to apples yes. yeah i loved it that, that was oh, like love that game beta version of cards against humanity yeah, it was it was because you could get mean and apple to apple people were like ouch you didn't be mean yeah was like let's just be mean um <laughs> i love so it so much the same thing and i think there's a couple of other like people have iterations of other, yeah. like decks and a deck type learning things but i was like how cool so this is like hey let's pull out a card and then it you know has a discussion topic and it talks about like one of the things they were talking about that I was watching was like, like you and your partner agree on tasks, right? Like I'm going to, you know, empty the garbage and you're going to do the dishes, whatever. Well, it's like, if they empty the garbage, but they don't put the garbage bag back in, then they're not completing the task. So right. then you got to go do it. So you're not actually lightening the load for your partner. Mm-hmm. You're making more of it. Or like this other woman was saying, like her husband was giving the kids the bath, but then the next day she had to like clean up the bath toys and her towel was all wet and soggy and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So she's like, then it gives you like this format to talk about like, Hey, <laughs> you know, but like in the form of like this playfulness, which I just think is kind of yeah. cool. I like that. I've heard yeah. about, there's another term for it. It's like taking, I don't know. It's like when your partner asks you a question instead of just finding the answer themselves. It's like you're giving them extra work without like, like knowing your Siri. <laughs> or like buying your partner flowers without cutting them and putting them in a vase. Like you're buying them work. Yeah. Like you didn't give me a gift. You gave me a task. I think. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think now I'm remembering the word that they're using. So this card game, this fair play thing helps with the mental load, right? Mental and it helps, load, it it helps yeah. bring that into visibility mm-hmm. because people can't see it, which I was like, this is cool. That's the silent and, work of motherhood. Yeah. And so Dan and I were talking about that. My husband, Dan and I were saying like each generation gets a little bit better mm-hmm. and a little bit better and a little bit better. And so like, it's hard to be like, why is it still burning though? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, but it's not burning as badly. Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> Obviously you're talking about it. It's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So my relationships are going to change. Yeah. You need That's some strength and boundaries there. Um, and Mars is my, how I, what, how I, my energy take action, how you take, take action. action, fucking Pisces, having Mars and Pisces is a real joke. You guys, no, it's not. You take action in a very empathetic way. Like only when I feel like, yes, like also the, true. The Aries part of me is like, hello, let's and go. Yeah. And the Virgo, like, let's be seen. And the Mars and Pisces is like, or oh, we could just like lay here until we feel it, you guys. Mm-hmm. We're going to do mm-hmm. that. <laughs> well, yeah, my Mars is in Aries. So I don't know about that. Oh, life, but... You're like a, that's why you, you get do. Most... You're like, you that's do. why I talked to her. And I'm like, 10 years later, I'm like, I finally did my first course. And she's like, I've already done all this stuff today, Jessica. And I've done this. And I've done <laughs> okay. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> what is your Pisces in? Uh, my fourth house of home. Oh, so your home is and it's my change. moon, and mm-hmm. your emotions around home are going to change. That seems fair. <laughs> I think that's really fair. It's like taking on a new role in your, like a caregiver role, literally. And I obviously just had a kid. <clears throat> you did, <laughs> and it's well. And they kind of say it's they. Haha, who are they? they? But like, uh, she's about to be three. She's three months, right? So, months. and like now, like March seventh, right? And this is for three years that it's here. That's a really big stage, right? That's like finishing off. I guess she's no, she's like no longer a newborn. Now she's just not a newborn. Okay. She's a baby infant or a baby. And then whenever she becomes a toddler and that kind of stuff, like that's the next big, like chunk for you and you're going to be at home and it's going to be emotional. (laughs) It's going to be, it already is emotional. I'm emotional all the time. Oh my God. My my nephew, our nephew has been in this like basketball tournament. They won by the way. Oh, good. Um, they won and he's eight. <laughs> and, um, we went to his game a couple weeks ago and then we went to the final games yesterday. And like a couple weeks ago, we had, I hadn't been to one of his games. Jenna had gone, but I hadn't gone before. And they like play the NBA, you know, like the, da, 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 da. like they play that as they run out on- onto the court. And I started bawling. <laughs> I started sobbing. <laughs> I'll cry. Th- I'm going to cry talking about it because I was just like, how special they must feel. Oh my God. That's so cute. <laughs> like imagine being that. eight years old and they play like NBA music to you running out to the court and they announce your name. It's like a walkout song. Like, oh, I just, I cried because that's so special. 
<laughs> and she'll be yeah, like, I'm just emotional. I was gonna say, like, I'm sure you're just like, it's like pouring out, and you're just like, I can't help it. I have no, I have no control, and because I'm crying, Jenna cries. Like we're both just so emotional now after me. Oh, yeah, it does. It does touch into your emotions, right? Like we're saps. Oh. <laughs> we're fucking saps. Sorry, um, I had to cough. <laughs> but yeah, structure in my home is going to be a big theme. Yeah, especially if if down the line we add another. Yeah. That's going to take some structure. Oh, yeah, exactly. And that's within this three-year window. So Mm -hmm. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Okay. So we'll update you as to what (laughs) goes on in our lives. (laughs) I'm like three years in my mind, like knowing that it's going to be kind of rough up front. Like she's facing this four month sleep regression, which is like a Mm. huge developmental leap in the next month. (laughs) I feel like that's the rough. (laughs) It's coming. Okay, my guys are saying, what do we do when we know it's going to be rough? <laughs> I <I'm> like panic. <laughs> I was going to say, my first thing is we say no a lot more to things, right? Like we just yes. like take our list and cut it nope. in half. Mm-hmm. Um, we like up our self-care. We up our practices that help us. <laughs> You're like, what self-care? Shower every two days instead of every three. <laughs> You're like, my self-care is going to the bathroom and using it's... nice toilet paper. <laughs> Yeah, if I get to poop during the day, that's a great self-care day. <laughs> um, so what can we do, Natalie? I'm just thinking, like, can we oh. use some essential oils in that bathroom? <laughs> Honestly, I think what's going to help, and if any other moms have gone through a four-month sleep regression, like, I'll, <laughs> I'll let you know if it works. Um, but we're not sleep training like we talked about in the last episode. So I think having her sleep with us will help. Yeah. Cause it's about like, they're installing their new, like adult sleep cycles They're, they have the five cycles of sleep instead of just the two. So having her in the bed with us, she, if she wakes up, it's easier for her to go back to sleep. Cause she's like, Oh, I'm safe. Okay. I can go back to sleep. So like not sleep training her during this regression, I think is going to help a whole bunch. She has five and we have two. Are you talking about like REM, that kind of stuff for newborns have two sleep cycles, active and in, I guess inactive, deep sleep. They're um, either like awake or like dead asleep. They're either dead asleep or they look like they're awake, but they're not. That's weird. They're wild. She's wild. It's like a like a gator death roll in her sleep sack. <laughs> like it's wild. Oh, they I've talk, they scream. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They grunt. Yeah, they're super loud in the active phase. But that like after the format sleep regression, they're getting their full five like we have. What are the full five? I don't know that I could name them, but one of them is REM. (laughs) Name the five sleep cycles. Um, I know light sleep. And then I think the fourth one is REM. Fifth is deep sleep. Okay. I don't know what two or three are. They're probably just like lower progression. Middle stage sleep. Yeah. (laughs) Why did you look like a troll? I don't know. (laughs) Middle stage. (laughs) Where they can wake and never go back to sleep again. <laughs> oh my God. If people can figure out how to get babies to go to sleep. It's different every day. Doesn't matter. If one thing worked one day last night, it took two and a half hours to do bed. Two and a half hours to do bedtime. I'm going to repeat two and a <laughs> half hours of my life trying to get my baby to go to sleep. Does it start out like, this is going to be a long one. Like, do you know? You never know. You Mm -hmm. never know. I have anxiety around bedtime now because you just don't know how long it's going to take. That's my fresh anxiety. That's not fresh. Because what gets to happen after she goes to bed? Is that just like you're waiting? I get to go to sleep. Like you're waiting for your like moment. Yeah. Yeah. And you get to kind of like check out. Like that's why it gives you, that's why it gives me anxiety because I don't know when I'm going to get to check out because you have to be so on all the time and even your checkout is not that long no but you know the minute she's asleep that checkout window starts <laughs> if she stays asleep yeah. there's this fun thing they do called like false start bedtime <laughs> no. they'll fall asleep for like 20 minutes and then wake up she did that last night oh, was that part it of the two and a half hours or did yeah. the clock start over okay <laughs> yes no that was a part of it we tried to put her to bed before us but that's difficult when you co-sleep, when you bed share, yeah, 
because she knows we're not in the bed. Mm-hmm. So she will not stay asleep. And we didn't want to like, go to bed at seven. Do you like get into bed with her until she falls asleep? And then can you sneak out? She will know. Jess, it's like <laughs> in the morning, I can't even wake up before her and like scroll on my phone. It's like my eyes open. I look over at her. Okay. She's still asleep. I'll look at the time. I look back over. Eyes open. She's awake. It's like she knows. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny because that's how my my dad used to describe me. Looking at him, he used to go <laughs> like I would just yeah. be like, <laughs> "Well, they are." They're like, "So, what are we doing today, huh?" You yeah. seem to be the person who's here a lot. <laughs> yeah, helps me out. <laughs> you seem to be the person who's here. A lot. Yes, oh, and she's god, like, Linda. she's found her voice this week. Oh yeah. You said she was talking. Oh my God. She's talking so much. It's not cooing. It's like, like it's like babbling. That's cool. It's so funny. Cause last night we were trying to put her to sleep and getting like really frustrated because she wouldn't fall asleep. And Jenna like had the pacifier in her mouth and she spit it out. And we were like, we're going to so frustrated. And then she started talking and then we were both laughing. Like, this is not, this is not the time. (laughs) You're like, I'm supposed to be frustrated with you now, little one. Now you're being and cute. So funny. Yeah. She's probably just trying to lighten the mood. She's a pill. I don't know. <laughs> but like, she can sense your frustration, right? Like, this is what oh, I tell my 100%. clients, right? So it's like, 100%. the more you're frustrated. And then if now you have anxiety, like she's sensing that too. So she's like, oh, fuck. Okay, mom, I'll stay awake with you then. Because I'm anxious too now. Yeah. It's contagious. So it's like, how do you, how do you work through that? Right. How do you. It's not every night that I'm like super anxious about it. It's just some nights. And I think talking about it helps. It helps alleviate and telling myself like I accept what is happening. Yeah. You just have to accept what's happening. I feel like that should be on my nursery wall. (laughs) It should be. I accept. Forget like giraffes. The fucking mantras for me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. They can't read. They don't know. I know. Or do they? Or do they? I'm just like a chalkboard wall. In my nursery, just be like, okay. In my nursery, I like I have these extra rooms in my home. Soon. Soon. That's right. We're manifesting. Yeah, I might be moving. Yeah. We don't That's know. exciting. Um, okay, what else? Are we caught up? Do we have anything else to catch up about? Um, we make well, lists, I also, also had pink eye. <gasps> yeah. Well, it was like, it, it was kind of pink eye. It wasn't the contagious pink eye. She, I think, has a clogged tear duct. I did not know there were so many different kinds of pink eye when you told me that she had pink eye. Of course, I was like Googling Surprise. it. Surprise. Um, conjunctivitis. Yeah. It, and then there's like many forms of it. And they were showing me, there was like pictures of like, this blurry eye with yellow shit is this kind. This yeah. blurry eye is this kind. And so I want to be like, does she have yellow shit on it? <laughs> like, <laughs> are her eyes bloodshot like she was smoking pot in the 60s? that's bacterial yeah that is bacterial. yeah and I was just like how did she get it and I was like it seems odd that a baby would get that because of what we think of super common yeah and yeah and then they're like they're like it's common for babies tear ducts to like not fully open and I'm like why that why I know I was texting you about the energetics like there had to be an energetic reason because she hasn't been exposed to anything my dog that eats poop did not lick her I have kept her away like there's just she can't reach her diaper yet like there's just no way yeah. But it would have been like a bacterial, like E. coli. Oh, like they can reach their diaper and then touch their face. Yes. Good God. That's, <laughs> I, oh my God. Babies are constantly self-sabotaging. <laughs> it's tough to watch. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, she got a clogged tear duct, which is interesting as Saturn moves into Pisces. She's also a Pisces moon. Maybe it was like an empathy to your clogged milk duct. She's like, hey mom, I got you. Yeah, if it's not my milk ducts, it's her tear duct. We're just going to be clogged that together, sucks. okay? We're just yeah. going to just move this generational, collective, universal trauma, okay? Yeah, yeah Pisces oh. season. She, and when does she use a Pisces moon like you? Yeah, like me. Oh, it's pretty cute. I think that's cute. <laughs> it is cute. We'll like just, emotionally get each other. I know. that. That's fucking good. Especially that's with good. the Pisces moon. Yes, it's nice. You'd be like, I-, I get it. I get it, sis. We're the same. <laughs> Simpatico. By the way, I learned the Spanish word for titties <laughs> over the weekend. <laughs> oh my God, I cannot 
wait to hear this because anybody wants to know stay test <laughs> so we're gonna teach her you know like sign language to start baby sign language and this is milk and I'm just gonna start saying like tay test <laughs> okay so she's gonna learn English but you're gonna also teach you're gonna teach her milk tetas like both or I'll just, just teach her tetas because it's fun <laughs> she'll learn eventually what milk is you know have you ever heard I think it's like Steve Martin that has this oh whole comedy God. stand-up about like teaching your kid wrong like my dad growing up worked for Southwest Airlines so whenever there was a plane flying in the sky we called them paychecks <laughs> not airplanes like like, there's this whole twitter thread about people lying to their kids and telling them that like when the ice cream truck makes noise it means they're out of ice cream right right exactly (laughs) i just feel like this is gonna like do her well if she ends up in like in a spanish-speaking bar somewhere she'll just be like she'll know it she'll be like yeah moms they does yeah (laughs) well good okay her so her her vocabulary is on the way (laughs) it's gonna be great it's gonna be great um, but yeah, her pink eye. Yeah. So I called the pediatrician. I wasn't sold on calling the pediatrician, you know, because yeah. I don't like Western medicine. Yeah. <laughs> but of course it's like Friday. Everything always happens in the evening or on a weekend. Yeah. So I'm like calling Friday afternoon. I can't even, I have to call in a small window of time because I can't do anything while she's breastfeeding. She freaks out. I can't do it while she's napping. She'll oh. wake up. So I have like a small window of time to call. So I called, they didn't have any appointments. But they were like, oh, you need to go to urgent care to get her some erythromycin ointment. And I was like, well, you don't know that it's bacterial. Why would I give her an antibiotic ointment? No. Oh. like, give her the nurse smackdown. It's not the right audience. It won't be received (laughs) (laughs) if I've learned anything. But um, instead, I just put breast milk in her eyes for a couple days and it's cleared up. Oh. Yeah. Because breast milk's like antibacterial antifungal antiviral anti-inflammatory like it's liquid gold you could put it on anything did did you read somebody else that did that was that an intuitive knowing where you're like i'm just gonna try it because what if i know about what i know about breast milk i had heard a while ago of someone using it to treat bacterial pink eye and it worked all of that there's no like evidence and this is not medical advice um it's purely anecdotal but there's like a bunch of anecdotal evidence about it working so that's, I mean, again, I think like there's this fine line between like medicine and our natural abilities, right? Agreed. Like medicine has maybe helped us live a lot longer, but we still have at a lot what of cost. Yeah. <laughs> at what cost? And we still have a lot of our own natural healing abilities, you know? So many. And like, I'm glad that the pediatrician didn't have appointments. Cause I was like, I didn't really want to take her in anyway. They're just going to give her an antibiotic appointment. And I don't think she needs it. So over the weekend, we'll just try breast milk and see how it goes. And it's going great. <laughs> get that so, titty out. Get, get your tetas. 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 You have to say it like the Spanish say it. Tetas. Get your tetas out. Put a little bit of that leche. Easy. Right? Boom. In the ojo. In the no ojo. problemo. <laughs> see. I, yeah. I, I wish I spoke more Spanish, actually. That's actually well, one of my goals is to get better at it. Yeah. Well, you grew up in California, right? Grew up in California. I studied yeah. it in like high school and college. Yep. I lived there in Spain, um, but I don't practice it here a lot. Um, but I love, oh, I love it. I, you know what? Music is the best way for me to learn it. Oh, well, Listen yeah. To like Spanish music and those associations. Mm-hmm. Selena. Dancing. <laughs> Pity, pity, bum, bum. Isn't that Selena? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it is. Oh my God. I forget like the rest of the world that like Selena's death wasn't a big deal, but like I lived in San Antonio when she died and it was a huge deal. The city yeah. was in mourning. Yeah, it was a, it was a big deal in LA too. I remember mm-hmm. that. I just didn't, I didn't really like know her all that well. Mm. I didn't go, mm-hmm. we didn't hang out. <laughs> you didn't, you weren't cool. Like, I bet you could channel her. <laughs> I bet I could. Ooh, wasn't it a tragic death? Wasn't it her her boyfriend? Yeah, it was like early domestic violence kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, I have chills. Is she reincarnated yet? Will you ask her? (laughs) This is this is how like normal conversations go when you're friends of medium. Will you just quickly ring up Selena? Yeah, let me get her real quick here. Hello, Selena. (laughs) (laughs) Oh 
oh, if she shows up at a be- bejeweled bra, we'll know it's her. Mm, yeah. So I might, what my guides say is no, because her impact is still reverberating. Oh, ooh, chills. Oh, I yeah. feel that. that. Yeah. She's got a statue at Corpus. Oh, wow. Yeah. And just like, you know, still inspiring her story, still being told almost like Oof. they're saying modern, um, what are those called? Like saints and mystics or you know, yeah. modern mm-hmm. saints, I guess is what they're saying. She's a modern saint. Oh, St. Selena. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to start praying. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I'm going to light a candle for St. Selena. Why not? Yeah. She was an icon. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just feeling her energy. Is it spicy? I... <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's actually like um, what I just feel is she had like so much passion, so much emotion, yeah. so much desire to like do this work of like performing and singing. But like it was just her music was like healing. And yeah. Like, just it's just different is what they're saying to me like because I feel into the crowds and like how they feel like mm. it's like yes it's good music yes you're having fun with your friends at a concert all that good stuff but it's like you leave the concert you leave that environment just feeling like uplifted they're saying to me like mm-hmm. transform cleanse change yeah so it's just it's like that it's like that level of loss it's like those people whose presence is their energy work or their energy healing. That was her. That was her. Oh, I have full body chills on Ooh. that. That's true. And she was such like a, she was so important for like Spanish Mexican communities mm-hmm. for uh, visibility. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, pave, pave the way is what they're saying to me. Absolutely. For so oh. many for Shakira and JLo and mm. I mean I know all those people were still up and coming but just really um cleared a path cleared a path there was definitely one of the path clearers mm-hmm. yeah thanks Selena yeah Saint Selena just does, does Saint Selena have any advice for Saturday and Pisces she seems emotional she could <laughs> some good advice oh so she's funny the energy I get is make a playlist <gasps> I love when that. was the last time you made a playlist that you can just be like sad to feel to like it's time people make it playlists. is time get your, get your spotify out because if you listen to us on spotify hi hey um favorite us like us share us all that good stuff um but also make a playlist and like share it with us tag us in it let yeah. us know about it we love a good playlist for i love a good playlist thank you saint selena thanks saint selena I love that so much. I love that she came through. I love that you're just like bring her up, but I'm like she's actually has pretty big energy. I I wasn't sure. I didn't know like how human she was, oh, but yeah. she's kind of when they're bigger like that, they're kind of easier to talk to. They're saying that she shares in other divine energy. She's like you know that you can be a lineage of a divine energy that people are like, oh, I'm so and so reincarnated. Like you, yeah, you can be, and so can your friend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah the energy you can be reincarnated in like multiple parts of a divinity's energy and she is definitely that that's why so many people say that they were medusa or cleopatra in a past life because you probably yeah. were pieces of it yeah or you just want to feel better about yourself <laughs> or the or you were part of it <laughs> i'm just kidding i don't think i don't have any energy tied to that but no i don't either but i think people do sometimes and i i i don't know <sighs> A friend sent me this, like, um, this person, a lot of people do this in my friendship group. They're like, what do you, what do you get from this person? Just oh. to read. Right. Uh-huh. And so I looked at this person's website and I looked, they had like a video and I was like, here's the thing. He's not my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he does have good intentions, but like a lot of the stuff that he was saying on his website, he's like, we use these ancient healing techniques and I've traveled 13 years doing all these things that, like who what people what ancient <laughs> name oh god yeah call name them, them. <laughs> call them out like I'm just like yo you should respect your teachers like I always always respect your teachers yeah like it's it's okay for you to reteach something or to teach it in a new way like people do that yeah. all the time but like give credit to where those ideas came from give credit to like what you're building upon or giving a new thing to so when he, when I said when he's trying to market to me and they're like ancient whatever and then I'm like reading through it I'm like okay so breath work okay so breathing 
okay. And like, okay, so <laughs> meditation. Okay. okay. Yeah. So we're getting to the subconscious where everything fucks up your life. Okay. Like, I get, but nobody wants to, to just say that. So they, and then I the know. picture of him he had, he was like flowing. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a real problem with, with, with I know. I got to dig into that myself, but I was just like, mm, I don't know. But I told my friend that and she was like, I appreciate your opinion. And I said, you yeah. know, sometimes this is a red flag for me, but I wasn't, I also wasn't like, don't go see this person. I was just like, I don't right. think they're for me. Um, and then she texted me and she's like, oh my God, it was amazing. And this exact song came on that relates to me, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, boom, then it was for you, like that person. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would say. Like when you guys ask me things or want me, my, it's like going to be my opinion and it may not resonate with my soul's work, but. And so like, sometimes they're like, oh, I won't go. I'm like, well, you should still go if you're feeling called. And if you want to yeah. listen to my advice or be aware of it, like, great. Because you ask. But also, I feel like they're looking for validation for what they already know also. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, I, and it was interesting because I was like, I'm not just, I was, I'm not going to just be like, yeah, this person's great. Go for it. You know, like, right. like, here's my honest opinion. But I will also say like, I don't feel anything bad either. You mm-hmm. know, like, whereas I can look at other people's stuff and just be like, mm-mm feels a little dark yeah yeah I just felt this this person that they wanted me to look at I felt like I felt his heaviness Mm -hmm. on his work like he's like with CEOs and celebrities and all this kind of stuff and I could see as he was saying that that I was like "Mm, not that satisfying is it I think I know who you're talking about okay (laughs) the more that you talk about like I think I know who you're talking about we're not gonna out this person but after we get off the podcast Natalie and I will (laughs) yeah We'll dish the, we'll dish the so, uh, is um, it libel no. or slander. <laughs> yeah. One of those, we're just yeah. going to er, steer clear. Cause it's a casual mm-hmm. podcast, mm-hmm. Um, but all to say that trust your intuition on those kinds of things. Yeah. Right. And ask your intuitive friends and ask, you know, if you want, but like it should reverberate, right. Mm-hmm. It should like, if I'm saying don't go and that's a truth for you, you'll not go. If I'm saying don't go and that doesn't reverberate and you go, that's for you. That's for you. Yeah. Agreed. There's so much, I think with Saturn and Pisces also like growing your intuition is going to be huge this year, which is like, mm-hmm. hello, I have a course about it. You can take it if you want. It's still up there. Uh, and it's great. But yeah, I is. have been, I've been asking my mom so many things, guys, parents, pre-internet parents, wealth of information, even though maybe not, it's not like the healthiest parenting oh, environment, like internet parents, pre-internet parents. <laughs> like I'm asking my mom so many, cause there's so much information out there. Mm-hmm. Right. And I've had this like breastfeeding journey. Yeah. Uh, and on one hand, I've got the internet telling me all of these different things. I've got lactation consultants being like, you have to pump at least every five hours or else you're going to lose your supply. And then I'm like, mom, what did you do? Cause she yeah. didn't have any of that. And she's like yeah. super intuitive. And she's like, I just fed you when you were hungry. Like, <laughs> And she would just pay attention to hunger cues or what? Yeah. Yeah. And cause I like want to sleep at night. I don't want to have to stress about waking up to pump. Mm-hmm. So finally I was like, like mom, what did you do? And then I had to really lean in and be like, what feels best for me? Yeah. Like, cause I've had so many issues with clogged ducts. I get worried like, oh, am I going to get more clogged ducts if I stop pumping overnight, but she's sleeping through the night. So like, mm-hmm. this is a false milk supply. Like, yeah. oh, it's, it's so much when you're a, breastfeeding. A false milk supply, like your body will think that you need to keep doing it at night right. versus like, oh, giving her what she needs. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I've stopped pumping at night. Overnight. Yeah. And I'm just like waiting for her. I'm not setting an alarm anymore. I'm just like waiting for her to wake up and tell me when she's hungry. And so far it's been great. Knock on wood. This goes against completely what the lactation consultant told me, but I really had to like lean in and just trust my gut. You know what? And I would say, I just, um, I would say this too, like, do not be afraid to change who you are. (laughs) Like, you know (laughs) what I'm saying? But like, I was just, I was following this client who I love and adore and you know, I've been watching her journey and she's like, you know, I used to do this and now I do this and actually I feel okay. And so it's like, be open and honest that like you tried the way that everybody said, or you used to do it one way, but life circumstances have changed and now you're doing it a different way and it's okay. And you like it. Mm-hmm. And you used to be like an advocate of not doing said thing. Like, right. It, it, I think people sometimes get a little too strict and rigid in their thinking. And this mm-hmm. sometimes pushes us in or forces us lovingly forces us into trying other things or seeing that the other way is not that bad. It's not the end of the world. 
Right. Normalize changing your opinion when presented with new information. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and also ask your mom if she was born yeah. before the internet, if she was a parent before the internet, oh wealth God. of information. <laughs> a parent before the internet. You're making me laugh. And also I love it. Oh I'm God. asking her all of the things. Of course, it's like, mom, before there was the internet, what did you do? What did you do? <laughs> Yeah, tummy sleeping. Oh, if you haven't listened to us, the sleep controversy, go back and listen to our last episode. We talk all about sleep and what a controversy it is in babies. <sighs> so we did get some questions also. <laughs> we don't we just did. We're not just we're gonna channel Selena and <laughs> talk about pink eye. Um <laughs> although we already did some channeling, which I love. I um, love we got some so good much. questions. You guys are like turning up the heat, which I like. I really like, I feel like we should just pick a couple. Yeah. We have so many good ones and we've already talked a lot. Okay. You pick one and then I'll pick one. Okay. And I'm going to ask you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Let's do that. Okay. (laughs) I know which I thought. Okay. So, and there's two that I really want to pick for you. Um, I'm going to (laughs) start with this one though. Okay. How can I consistently prioritize and implement things that do me good? Oh, you just have to do it. And what I'm hearing is stop saying that you're going to try. Say you're going to do it. It's like the saying and like your words carrying such a vibration. Say, I'm going to do it. Not Mm -hmm. I'm going to try because that leaves an out that leaves room for like old patterns to sink back in and like you to fall into this old pattern. Say, I'm going to do this. Not I'm going to try this. I'm going to do it. Because trying is doing. And the pattern that I'm feeling is that pattern of failure. That you yeah. will never get it right. That no matter how hard you try, it will never be good enough. And you're just yeah. giving yourself a daily a example of that. Mm-hmm. To live that out until you actually change your thinking to be like, this is what I'm doing today. Do it. <laughs> yeah, just do it. Um. Oh God, I love that. The other thing that I think is how can I consistently prioritize and implement things that do me good? I would oh. also recommend unhick, unhooking from that, that do from me good. good, right? Like it's like right. you have to prioritize things that do you good because that's not your natural state. And maybe yeah. you have a lot of conditioning around what good is. Yes. When good can change minute by minute, day by day. Like what is it actually that you want to prioritize because you are already prioritizing those things? Yeah. So why aren't they good? Why don't you think they're good? Yes. And I'm going to give you a little gift for that good, which is enough. Oh, here you go. Let's change that word. Good enough. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, because that will help you to um, detangle the good, right. Mm-hmm. Until you can get to a new place. That's what I found. That's the antidote or the key to the good what's good is the enough part yeah it's it's a measurement and so we if we fill up that measurement and we you say you are good enough then you can actually look into what is really good for you yeah and And also not doing nothing that day or what does it look like decondition what good it feels like you're shooting on yourself with this question like this is what I should be doing yeah because I've been told this is good for me and instead like it's pricey season lean into what feels good yeah. Because when you are leaning into what feels good, you will, the natural flow of the rest of your day will be that. Oh, I feel like you will naturally yes. choose healthy things. You'll go for that walk. You'll do the things you'll make the time, whatever it is, you'll make the healthy food. You won't stop at the fast food place, like whatever it is, you know, that you're judging yourself on or thinking about, mm-hmm. like you will just do it naturally because you're in that flow state of actually listening to your body of actually following what you want to do. And oh, the things that you so want free. to do tell yourself that it's good for you and it will be, it changes the whole vibration of it. Because if you're just doing things that you should do because you think they're good or you've been told that they're good to do, like that's going to have a terrible vibration. You're probably going to be a bad mood. And that doesn't last, which is why you can't do it consistently. Correct. Boom. 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 (laughs) (laughs) I really liked that question. That was fun. Thank you. (laughs) Okay. Um, Not not to, not to me, but so the first no and loved it that was a great question okay okay um for you Jess mm-hmm. would a spirit baby feel a certain way if we named them a name they don't want and vice versa if they wanted a specific name we didn't like but went with it yeah so I love this question because there's so much tied up in just how y'all ask the question 
an answer yes. in that. So it is. I'm going to just take the first part. What a spirit baby feel a certain way if we name them a name they don't want? I'm going to say like, what, what do you think? I'm going to yeah. name you something that you don't want. And how are you going to feel about that? I'm going to guess that they're not going to like that. Right. <laughs> and then the same know, thing, yeah. vice versa, if they wanted a name and you didn't, you didn't like it, but you went with it, how would that make you feel? Not right. so great either. Right. So the key in this question is, um, whew, how do I summarize this spirit? Um, you guys have to break down the standards and the levels at which you judge your parenting. It's too yes. much, you guys. It's too much. Like it's the not fact be that like you're going to ruin your kid right. with a name. Now, are there energetics to a name? Yes. Are there preferences that a kid wants? Yes. And I'll, I'll tell you the story that I always tell clients. You know, you ask a three-year-old kid what they want for dinner. They're going to say ice cream. But you're the parent. Do you give them ice cream? Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. Right? Mm -hmm. Depends on a various factors of that day. Right? So it's like, it's when I, when I get these questions from parents and I see this a lot in my sessions, they're like, spirit baby, tell me what to do. Mm -hmm. Tell me how to lead you. Tell me how to this. And, and, and I want to be the best parent, but it's still this very external. Like now you're waiting for the spirit baby's answers versus truly being in a, Hey, spirit baby, I'm open ears as your mom or dad to be. But yeah. also I I'm here on earth. I know what's going on. We got a sibling. We got a dog. We got a grandma. We got a whatever. Like you're also going to have to take all those other things into consideration. So just as a general, like less dependency of doing everything that your spirit babies say and more about this co-creation energy. So if I go mm -hmm. back to the name, um, what a spirit baby feels certain way if they were, if they were named a name that they don't want, um, yes, they will feel a certain way. Um, they may not feel like themselves is what they're saying to me. They may feel, um, especially if it's a family name, they will pick up the characteristics of said family member. So what you guys Ooh. notice, yeah, when, when you're choosing, especially cool. when you're like, I'm naming them after my grandma, you yeah. know, you're, you're naming them for those certain qualities. So just know that like energies, family names carry that kind of stuff. Um, but like they may, and so what they're saying to me is, if they get that kind of name, they will either um, find a nickname quickly. They will get mm -hmm. a family name like Bubba or Junior yeah. or Buddy or some other crazy name from their whatever existence. But Kenya, uh, right? <laughs> they will. Um, and so just kind of like they will find a way through that. They're saying, you know, all the way to the extreme that they could change their name, right? Like people mm -hmm. still, still do that. They can. There are people who actually will like work with you to like find the great vibration if you have like a weird name or stuff like that. So yes, it can affect your kids in a certain way, but like it's more about um, choosing a name that feels energetic. Sometimes your spirit babies will channel them to you, download you. I just had a client message me about this really sweet, this really sweet naming story, right? So it's just, it will come naturally. And then if it doesn't come up, then like, give them a name that feels good. Give them, sometimes I, I get like, we want a name with meaning or we want to be named yeah. after flowers or, you know, we don't care what you name us, you know? And and then I actually told parents like your kid wants to be named this and they're like, nope, we're naming them this. Right. So, because they like that name and that's the name that they want for their kids. And, you know, like same thing. If, if a kid says, I want to be named this, because sometimes I'll hear their past life name or the name that they are now. And they're like, we don't really like that name or whatever. That's okay. Yeah. Pick a name okay, you like. Right. It's okay. Like, you know, and, and I guess maybe what I'm trying to fill into collectively is like the importance of what we call ourselves. Like that's a big deal, I guess, for people and, and that stuff. So I guess I understand why people are like sensitive about it and wanting to do it right. But, um, mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't think you can like really mess it up. If you're like, at least their spirit babies are saying like, if, if we give you a name or you hear a name, like at least consider it or at least, mm -hmm. you know, feel Try it out for it. a little bit. Yeah. A lot of times I'll say like, you might need to meet the child in person before you name them, you know? So like, if you have a couple of names. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, there's a lot of stuff around like people having the same names in families, like your cousin named stole my baby name. <laughs> oh, so there's, there's some politics in names as well. Um, but that also happens on purpose. It does. It does. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just, I would say like, yeah, it's, it's the feel a certain way thing is more just about like getting respect with your children, right. Respecting mm -hmm. their choices, even if you want to choose differently and having them respect yours, you know, even if they want to choose differently, like it's part of that initial relationship building. Right. 
<laughs> my guys are saying like give them a cool middle name so they can go by that <laughs> yeah that's also an option yeah they can have two names <laughs> you yeah. can have options give them options exactly uh, do you have any thoughts on that like, no that feels really good named a baby yeah we did just name a baby but her name came through really strongly like we had an entirely different name picked out and then we heard this one and I was like man I just we just kept coming back to this name we just kept coming back to Maeve and I was like oh Maeve just like really feels good we talked about other names thought about them but ultimately it just felt the best yeah and I really think she sent it yeah the middle name was harder and I think you we talked about that yeah because she came to you and was like this is my middle name like the day after we decided <laughs> I know it was oh I miss those days <laughs> Now her <laughs> aliens show up instead. I love it. Her alien starseed family is like, hi, we're going to communicate. But she was so cute. She's still pretty cute. <laughs> I know, but I don't get to talk to her in the spirit baby form. Now she's like, boobs. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mom. <laughs> yeah. Boobs. I mean, she's not. She's still celestial, but um, they're just different when they're in human form to talk to, you know? Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Is that my, I'm going to ask you another one now. Sure. I yes. want to ask you this one. Um, can I give my guides a name or mm-hmm. should I wait until they tell me? Some of them come through really strong with a name, mm-hmm. but if you already have an idea of what you want to call them, then call them that. Honestly, it's just like the name establishes an energy of familiarity. So if they give you a name and it doesn't feel familiar, it doesn't feel um, relatable or accessible, then yeah, give them a different name. My mother-in-law named her guides like Bob and something like, <laughs> like I don't Bob, remember what they are. Bob and Frank <laughs> something. Yeah. That's coming, but no, it's like a man, it's like a female and a male energy, but she gave them names because that's how she accesses their energy more readily. So yes, if you want to give them a name that feels accessible for you, sure. But if you would rather them give you a name, a lot of the times too, it's not like a name that you can translate into yeah. earth speak. Like, so give into them earth speak. Into earth speak, not necessarily also called English. like English or not other necessarily. Language. No, like <laughs> no, that's true. Other language. like their name is like a, a frequency. Their name is a sound. Yeah. Their name is a feeling. You know, like so. Yes, you can give them a name unless they come through and they're like, "This is my name." Like my yeah. yard filling with ravens. Yeah, my guide is Raven. <laughs> oh, but like, does does your Raven have a name? His name is Raven. His name is Raven. Okay, Raven yeah. the Raven. No, it's not even like the animal. Like it was after I had started, I like set the intention that I wanted to connect more with my spirit guide and then my yard filled with. Oh, so he's like my name or they're like, my name is Raven. Raven. And you're like, what? And then all these Ravens showed up. He's like, Raven, get it? (laughs) That's like a spiritual elbow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. This time. You could also do that too. What? Did you hear Maeve crying? No, good. I can never hear things that you it's say. Loud. <laughs> That's a good thing. Oh, I heard that. Like that, like ah! uh, that one. Yeah, yeah, it's loud. Oh yeah, it's okay. She's gonna have to eat soon. All right, she's expressing herself as we like to say. She is, and we love it, and we hear her. We do not shush her. I tell you, I hear you. I hear you, sister. Um. Okay. How do you if you if they don't give you a name and you want to name them? How do you propose doing that? Ask for a name to come to you. Yeah. And then or if just, there's a name, like if you feel a grandmotherly energy, maybe name them after your grandmother, you know, like you can do name yeah. associations too. And then um, just be like, outside. Hey, I'm going to call you Charlotte. Yeah. And they're like, and like, cool. See if it feels good. Yeah. Again, yeah. like Lena, you just have to do what feels good mm-hmm. because that's the, that's, that's the energetic meetup point is the feeling associated yeah. with it. Yeah. And I think what I want to add on to this is like, there's also this like very perfunctory part of like working with your guides, which is like, how would you interact with humans? Like it's the same. Somebody would be like, Hey, my name is Bob. Great. I know your name. Or if like you met somebody, but you never got their name, like, Oh, it's the girl with the cool hair. Right. Yeah. Same kind of thing. It's like, there's some kind of anchor there. Um, so, you know, just treat it as such. And then always remember to go visit them and, and give them offerings and love and gratitude without always asking them for help. I mean, you can always do that, but it's just nice to 
build that relationship just a conversation with them. yeah just go yeah. check in with them i was there for you but yeah i love that yeah. some of them do have like especially if you connect with archetypes more as guides mm-hmm. then obviously they have a name <laughs> yeah and then like and then if you do work with like deities ascended masters yeah. aliens all the other stuff um sky daddy sky daddy some of them will have specific <laughs> names like oh that's jesus right yeah um and then yeah some of them will just be like you said i love that like a vibration <laughs> what's your name uh, you know? they'll give you a feeling <laughs> yeah which i actually have a practice for that in my course in the like meet your spirit guide section of the course it's like you can ask them different ways to connect with them they give you like a feeling or a sound or an image or whatever like it's a practice Okay, here's what my guys want me to say about that part of your course. Like, <laughs> they're so funny. They're just like, it works. <laughs> and they're saying it in like, it does. They're saying it in like a 1950s cleaning house. Like, it works. Yeah, like, it, it works. But like, I met this guide when I did that part of the journey, and it was like so fast, so yeah. easy, so, so clear. Easy. And like, what they want me to like tell people is like, Okay, this is weird, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that well, I'll just say what they're saying and then we can figure it out from here. But they're saying like there's like spiritual containers around the work that you do. So mm-hmm. like they're saying we know it might just look like or sound like or feel like a meditation, but it's more than that. Mm-hmm. Like what your like like your work looks simple and easy because it's meant to be approachable. Uh but it's there's some crazy ass shit going on it's weird yeah yeah it's really direct if that's your jam like if I was just to read the script of what Natalie said it wouldn't be the same as how you've done it does that make sense totally like it's more than just it's more than just the meditation it's more than just what's going on or the way that you've set it up it's like freaking access I mm-hmm. think it's all your Akashic Records stuff. That's what it feels like to me. That's why it feels so Humbly. damn quick. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it is quick. I think the meditation is like five minutes. Like, Natalie doesn't have time for shit, you guys. Okay. She's like, we're not messing around. Just meet your I guys. Have a baby. Yeah. I have a baby. I have a life. You have a life. I met one of my guides recently and it was a crow and Ooh, he was like it. dancing on me and he was like, and I was doing this journey with these two other friends and they had these like epic fucking journeys. And I was like, I was in a field, a crow was like pecking all this stuff out of me and he was dancing on me. And I'm like, and it made sense later on for me, uh-huh. but I was like, I could, if you've ever done a shamanic journey and you've ever seen an animal dance in a shamanic journey, it is so fucking hypnotizing. And I remember <laughs> there was this girl in one of my, in my training and she was like, this bear was dancing. I was like, whatever, that's cool. And then I saw my, I'm such a fucking bitch, but I was like, whatever. No, but then I saw my crow dancing and all I wanted to do was journey back and watch him dance. That's all I wanted to do. It's like, eyes and it feels so yeah. relaxing. And, and he was like dancing and he gave me howlite. So I bought some howlite to work with. Oh, I love that. So I call that a rage stone. Oh yeah. See, I was like, boop, boop, boop. He's like dancing. He's like, all this shit was coming out. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, what's your name? And he's like, Oscar. I love that. And I was just like, and so now whenever I see the crows outside, I'm like, Oscar the crow, like, Oscar. like Oscar the grouch, like how? Yes. Do you also live in a trash can? I know. <laughs> they all do. All my crows do here. They all pick out of the trash can. So I just thought that was cute. So well, of course, it's when it comes, it will come. You know, like, and it'll yeah. just, and it's not. That's not a name I like. Like, I mean, I like the name Oscar, but it's not a name I would pick. You mm-hmm. know, so I would be aware of that too. Like sometimes you might get a really funky name, or you might get like Bob. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think Jenna's is Bob. I think it's Robert. I think Rob. we call him Bob. Yeah. Yeah. His name is Robert. He's like this giant burly, like Viking energy. Whoa. He's like super hands off, but she'll like see him sometimes. And like, Oh, I did want to say that as an, as side note, you may also not have a lot of interactions from your guides for your own no. choosing. A lot Some of people have, people. Like, I don't want to say like no guides, but like they're just hands off super, super hands-off. Like yeah. only if we're called in under the these and circumstances, otherwise yes. this soul is like, I want to figure this shit out without any of this I do it. assistance or experience or whatever. That's Jenna. <laughs> Jenna has I very know, hands-off. Like, why people? I'm just like, can I get another guide? <laughs> <laughs> is there another guide that can fix this? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm like to have them over for Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. Vegetarian um, for a scroll my Hindu question. Guys. Yeah. Okay. Should we do one more or should is are we good? Um Maeve is losing her shit. Okay, she's losing her shit. So that's <laughs> it. Yeah. So I think that's I think that we're good. I think that's solid complete for this week. We're um, on Maeve's schedule. I told that we I are. to my husband. I was like, oh, we're on Maeve's schedule. Not Natalie's or mine today. It's I was totally up at 8 30 ready to go. You're like, so I'll see you in like two hours. I was like, okay, great. Yeah. I, thought... <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm awake. It's okay. I just chilled. It was nice. We're just on Maeve's schedule. Okay. So you're going to go feed her. We're going to see everybody next week. We do have more questions. We also have tarot cards for the collective, which we still haven't got to. But because we'll next episode, Astrological New Year. Yes, we're we're gonna put out a little plug that our friend Sarah comes back. If Hopefully, you're Sarah, we love you. Um, but if not now, then I can like creak through it. <laughs> creak through. I think we could do a great job. I already have cards that came through for the collective for like the new astrological year. So I'm really excited. Cards? Yeah. Oh, okay, I can see them. You guys can't. <laughs> They're so good. See cliffhanger. We're learning. love it. Cliffhanger. Be sure to tune in next time to see if your question gets answered. On and to the hear about next the energy episode. Of the new year. Yeah. <laughs> Toodaloo. Bye for now. That's my sign off. <laughs> Wait, okay. <laughs>